Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. You're in it now. Say hi. Everyone say hi. Wow, this looks like an AA meeting. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me? Hello, welcome to the shit they don't tell you. I'm so happy to be here today. For those of you who aren't here live, we are here live in Montreal at the Just for Laughs Festival uh, with our special guest today, Matt Richards, who is also one of the new faces here at Montreal. He's performing tomorrow night. You can catch him if you're here. If you're not here, again, you, you, I mean, you can't catch him because you're not here. And he's also one of the faces of HQ Trivia, which you, we all, everybody know HQ Triv, right? Woo! <laughs> yeah, favorite. you in the back. Three people! <laughs> loves it. Yeah! Loves it. Maybe this is not your demographic for HQ Trivia. Yeah, clearly! It's our demographic. We, we love HQ Trivia. <laughs> I don't think that they like trivia. I think that they like actual intelligence, probably, which is too bad. That's too bad. <laughs> That's too bad. It's really too bad. Also, Matt is a writer for Snoop Dogg. Yeah. It's dope. Can you tell yeah. us about that at all? Uh, or is it like a ghostwriting thing? No, I started writing with uh, his show with Martha Stewart, that cooking show that they had. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, then Snoop's people hit me up. They were like, yo, he's about to do a game show. Do you want to come and write that? I was like, uh, shit, yes, please. Of course. I, I, Immediately. How, and how was it? I was high. <laughs> it was very high. <laughs> the whole time. Are you high now? Maybe. <laughs> I Off- hope so. Officer. Um, the audience is high. <laughs> right? <laughs> I see you. I see you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One clapper. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're, I love how they're like, um, we're going to grab audio for the, the crowd so we can get all the applause. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we have that audio track We'll have to going. add it. We'll have to add it. That'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um, so we're here today on this episode to talk about uh, honing your craft, which I think is appropriate as a comedian who's performing to, on the, at the festival. Um, the difference between having natural talent and, uh, and honing, I guess there's not a difference, but it's like between people that have natural talent and then the ones that actually uh, take that and to the next level and, and make that their craft. And Which their are career. you, Matt? Are you natural talent or did you have to work for it? Uh, I'm just happy to get paid for this <laughs> shit. Yeah. So you're a natural talent. Great answer. Like. Yeah. So... <laughs> When I was a kid, I started acting when I was like eight, and uh, people would go, oh, you're a natural. And I just thought, oh, I'm a natural. I don't need classes or teaching or any of that, any training, because I'm a natural. And I would book every audition I went on. Back then, it was like just commercials. I wasn't going out for any shows. Uh, but it was, I, was, I would book every audition. And so I thought, oh, I got this in the back. And then I was very confused when I got older and stopped booking. And then casting would look at me and be like, I think you need training. No, Damn. I'm a natural. <laughs> um, you mean kid acting doesn't just translate? Right, it doesn't. It, yeah. Surprise. Too bad. Uh, so, yeah. So, I, one of the things that I wish that they would have told me instead of saying, you're a natural, I wish they would have said, hey, you're, you have a natural ability, but you should take that and hone it and train and, and become better. That's, I think, would have been more helpful uh, for, for my career um, and for anybody in any field. But I see this with athletes all the time. Um, I have several friends who just have natural, God-given athletic abilities, and I've seen them like be the best in their sport and not train, and then become not the best in their sport because there's all these other people. That's like local heroes, right? Like right. The guys who, like, who played football in high school and they, they're the best, and they don't need to. Now work they have out a car or... wash. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But then behind the scenes, you got all these people who maybe didn't have as much natural ability, and then they go out and they, they're training constantly, and they become way better. They become the best in their field, and I think that's, that's great. So let's talk about that journey with you. Okay. Yeah. How did you get started in comedy? Uh, third grade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was trying to watch porn on Cinemax. Yeah, scrambly porn. Right? In, yeah. in class? Yeah. No, not in class. I, there was okay. no Wi-Fi. Well, he happened to checking. be in third grade. <laughs> yeah, I was at home. You sick right. fuck. And I was... Uh, <laughs> he was I'm the sick been. fuck? He was in third yeah, grade at the time. I was a kid. Okay. I didn't know any better. <laughs> so anyway, I was channel surfing, and then it, I ended up on uh, Def Comedy Jam, and I watched the whole episode. It was Greer Barnes. Shout out to Greer Barnes. And I was laughing my ass off. My dad came into the room, and uh, he's like, what are you doing out of bed? I was like, well, I'm not going to tell you the real reason I'm out of bed. <laughs> but that guy's funny. And I said, is that a job? And he was like, yeah, but you got to go to college first. Later found out that was bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I... Wait, the guy in the porn was funny? No, it wasn't a porn. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm so I stopped pre-porn. comedy jam instead of scrambly porn. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm with you now. I'm like, wow, I guess, I, I guess there are some porns that are funny. But then, but then I found your dad's response interesting that he'd be like, well, you have to go to college for that. <laughs> you got to go to college for porn. Scrambly porn, I think, opened me up to a lot of things that maybe I shouldn't be into now. Because if you think about it, you're looking at a lot of weird shapes and boobs are in different places than they should be. And it's almost like a direct translation right into like anime porn. Like, <laughs> it just is like... I a, can see that. It's like the gateway drug for anime porn. Is that how you I got totally into furries? That. 
That's how great that's what I'm saying. That makes it's so not even much my sense fault. Now. That makes so much sense. I, that just confused the shit out of me. What furries? <laughs> yeah, furry stuff. I think Do you know about the furries? I think no. You you know, know, would you like to know about the furries? What the hell is a furry? Do you want to wow. reach the zenith of sexual like like of what sexual interest is about? Because that's what it honestly is about. It's about the furry shit. I'm not even kidding right now. People think I'm joking. I partly I, don't want to tell you so you have an amazing Google search time later. No, it's people who, who you know how people, you know, like when you're your kid, you go to Chuck E. Cheese's and the, and the Chuck E. Cheese's people are all wearing suits. Yeah. It's like wearing a They're big not Chuck- people, honey. I had to break it to you. They're robots. <laughs> they're no, I know. You know what I'm saying. There's a person at Chuck E. Cheese. But imagine those, those creatures <laughs> having sex with each other. That's what furries is. So there's people fucking in mascot costumes. That's exactly yes. right. <laughs> That's the thing. Yes. What it's have huge. I been doing with you my life? You sound judgy in your voice. That wasn't judge. No disrespect to furries. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you. I just didn't know that that was some we freaky shit. We have a huge shit. target audience of furries out there, and I don't want to offend them. That's right. My bad. <laughs> that's so. Uh, that's not. I can't. Uh, that's. You know what? That's weird as fuck. I'm gonna say it. Really? <laughs> I was trying to be all progressive. What do you like? That is weird. What's your thing? Hey, then, love pal? is love. Regular human sex. Oh yeah. Let's hear about it. Huh? What kind of positions are we talking about? I'm gonna judge. <laughs> Doggy you. style. Hmm. Sounds like you're into furry maybe some stuff. furry. Thank you. Inspired positions. I get why y'all are married now. Y'all are both. <laughs> Special. Team up and interrogate people, just bully people. Yeah, I feel it. Do. I feel it a little bit. But as far as comedy, it's uh, talent is a muscle. If you don't train, you don't work it out, you lose it, and then uh, then you suck. <laughs> Can you have you ever sucked? Oh, big time. What's like not the... a furry, but um, <laughs> missing out. Yeah, when I started comedy, nobody's nobody's funny. Yeah, all the time. How about those open mics, man? How do you feel? They are, like, if you ever want to have a sad time, like, you need to cry it out one night, and you're like, how do I cry it out? It's just stuck in me. Go to an open mic. Yeah, that's show, uh, and Some it, torture. Yeah, it yeah. It can be. Well, what's fun about it, though, is it, is it really is people trying to work it out, trying yeah. to figure it out. No, that's what it's, that's what it's good for. That's what, that is what I, I would go there for. Yeah. But it's also sad to be there. <laughs> like, it can be, yeah. It extremely. makes me sad. <laughs> It can't. I just realized I could take the mic off the stand. Oh my was, god, I'm so proud of you. Every, give it up for I was talking Matt, like a everybody. shitty radio That's DJ. Yeah. Progress. Yeah, this yeah. Feels, I feel free now. What? <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Does that feel more like Yeah, this, this like is like in your you're in your element. I'm about to do some it? crowd work. Yeah. Do it. Hey, what's up, uh, dude? Is that your dad? Shouldn't Bucket. sit in the front of the podcast if you're not a <laughs> roasting session. That's right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mess with y'all. y'all no, you're cool. You seem really nice, actually. Yeah. We do positive affirmation in our crowd work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your dad seems really nice too. You guys look very similar in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> Super related. You there? Nice shirt. You there? Are you Jewish? We We're love matching. religion with the stripes. Yeah. Ah, oh, got well. him. You should be. Got yeah. <laughs> Are you from oh, Israel? Shalom, hey, fam. How about that? That's pretty good. Love the country, beautiful place. <laughs> so if it's not, if you're not exercising your muscle, then it, it fades away. It atrophies, yeah. Yeah, and so was there a time where like you're like um, you got like maybe complacent, and you're like I got this, and then you went and performed, and you're like man, I should have been practicing more. Yeah, you do like six, seven shows in a row that are like kicking ass, and then the universe humbles the fuck out of you mm-hmm. with a show that is not kick ass at all. Yeah. I had a show where I bombed so hard. Oh, my God. It was like 300 people, and I ate a massive bag of dicks on stage. <laughs> Furry dicks. <laughs> Furry yeah. So you have been there. Oh, yeah. And I, I walked 100 blocks 
from the comedy club to my girlfriend's house oh. in the rain. Purple rain. When I got rain. there, in the purple rain. But you might there. as well have crawled, you know what I'm saying? She was cheating on me when I got <gasps> there. I bombed on stage, what? and then I bombed in life <laughs> and love. <laughs> Holy. That's and the I was, worst afterwards, I was like, ever. yep, um, I, I quit everything. Wow. And I went what back on stage What did you do? Did you go day. like, hey, you're cheating on me? What the hell? I, I said, you know what? You got that player. To the dude. I was like, y'all, y'all have a good time. <laughs> Is that right? I'm not funny enough to be loved. <laughs> it was fucked up, man. I was so sad. And that was it? You never saw her again? Oh, no. I still see her from time to time. She's oh. like married with that dude. Probably. He sees her on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, they both follow me on the gram. Late nights. Damn. They send me supportive DMs. Was it one of those things? Is this like a like a Lifetime movie where you walk in and they're actually <laughs> having sex when you walk in? No, they weren't having sex. They were just uh, they were like on the couch. I had a key. Oh right. <sighs> they're just on the couch. Because she thought I was going to be at the comedy club late, right? Because right. you know, if I have a good set, I'm hanging out. I get yeah. drunk with the audience afterwards. I ran the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the show was over. I was like, pew, walking in the rain, crying. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> And it's she's so like, he's so good, too. he's not going to bomb. He'll be there forever. Listening to Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Cry me a river. Damn. That's Sorry like the that. most dramatic scene in my head, too. I just picture it, you know, open the door and the rain's pouring. and you're. I was doing Usher dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> just like fighting in the rain. Just. Um, so I had, a, I had a similar experience when I used to do stand-up all the time. Uh, I didn't bomb. My fir- when I started, they were, I was... I was really, like, I had good shows. I don't know. I never, like, had a bomb show until a couple months in. I was, like, I kind of got more complacent because I was, like, I was like, oh, I got this. Like, people love my set. It's great. And I got shit-faced before the Ooh. show. I had all the setups, no punchlines. <laughs> Could not remember a single punchline. And, and so the audience was more just confused, I think. <laughs> just That's like, not a bomb. That's confused. You were like cock teasing them. It was a bomb because like they didn't laugh. And I think that's, yeah. that's you did a good a lecture. sign you bombed. You just did a bunch of premises up there. I, I did. That. I was like, so, well, no, it was worse than that. Because I would tell the whole story and then forget the end. <laughs> <laughs> did you forget the end like that? Yes. Where you touched your brain to get yeah. with Yeah. <laughs> wow. And, and I also got cocky about my memory because I'm pretty good at memorizing and remembering things. And I, you know, hardly ever forget what I'm saying. And I just forgot. <laughs> it just That's like the first time on. I did comedy high. Uh, I smoked a bunch of weed. And I was doing the punchlines in my head and then getting mad at the audience for not laughing. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? I, this is hilarious! <laughs> Laugh! I love it. And then I was like, oh, I watched the tape later. I was like, I did not say shit. <laughs> Were you just up there with a microphone? My mouth was closed and I was just like... <laughs> It was dumb. That's I great. It. I yeah. love the cockiness. It was so dumb. <laughs> great confidence. But kind of that's kind of what I'm talking about too is um is the ability to repeat over and over again your art and your craft because you can have this natural ability and people could see you do it and you could be brilliant one day and then you could completely bomb the next day and not know why. Not know why you were brilliant one day and not know why you bombed the next day. And I think it's really frustrating for people that don't, uh, that don't know that they should be, you know, training and, and exercising and going through that. So um, I would assume that you train a lot now. 
And do you have like a specific like flow that you've found? <laughs> I get on stage as often as I can. Yeah. To keep it sharp. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's just, just joking. Yeah. Just for laughs. We're here to laugh. Have a good time. I, like when comics get too serious about comedy, I got I to gotta walk away. Right. It's so, like you forgot why the fuck we do this. So wh- when you come up with new material, like what's, what's that process like? Usually a little bit of weed. Right. Sounds like everything in your life starts there. No, not really. <laughs> I, I only started smoking weed recently. Oh, okay. Oh, because of Uncle Snoop. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. You had to. Man, I used to be like, oh, no, I'm good. I live above the influence. Drugs are bad. And I was like, you were a dare counselor? No, I, om- I used to tour the country, America, yeah. not this country. I wish I could. Um, <laughs> but I used to tour America telling kids not to do drugs in an after school special play. Wow. That was the weirdest shit. I played a 17 year old heroin addict named Greg. And. <laughs> It was a play called Halfway There, and it was about these kids that met in a treatment facility. And I would get off stage, and people in like the rehab centers that we would perform at and stuff, they'd be like, so how was it for you to kick the heroin? And I was like, I was acting. <laughs> I never had a heroin problem. But thank you for letting me know that I played a convincing heroin addict. And like, well, it's nice to meet you, Greg. And you're like, my name's not Greg. And they're like, where, where is going? what is going on? <laughs> ah, this is a lie! Yeah, poor guys. I, I think it's funny. Uh, did you ever listen to NWA when they're telling kids not to smoke weed, though? That song, There's a, they have a song. I thought that was a parody. I don't think it was, because I think they were trying to really get kids in the hood to stop doing drugs. And it's so, but I didn't know, like, listen, before I ever listened to NWA, I'm like, okay, they're hardcore gangster rappers. And they're like, you know, fuck the police. And then the next song is like, don't do dope. Don't don't smoke weed. You don't right. need it. You're better than that. And and then it's like all of them, <laughs> the chronic, you know, everything. Liars. <laughs> Their whole brand like turned to 180. So I feel like that's you. Is weed legal yet in Canada? What do you mean almost? What's almost mean? Oh, uh, she so. got the whole date locked. October 17th, 3 p.m. That's when you can walk the streets. Will it be legal then? That's the game. Oh, that's cool. They oh, should so move the whole about- festival. Really? <laughs> Let's meet back here October 18th. Yeah. <laughs> and do the podcast again. Sorry for talking about criminal activity then. I apologize. But when you're coming up with bits, like other than smoking weed, like what's your, what's, how do you idea generate for people who don't know how to do that? Live life. But there's a lot Damn. of people living life not being funny. No, but funny happens everywhere. That's true. Tell, yeah. tell us more about that. Like I used to go to a Starbucks and there was in front of the Starbucks, uh, like a, the sidewalk was raised a little bit. So everybody walking on the sidewalk would trip. <laughs> and I would sit there and just watch people almost fall down. And it, it brought so much joy to my life. Yeah. Children, old people. <laughs> That's why I'll never not think America's Funniest Videos is funny. That's that why it's is, still on TV. Oh, I love that stuff. Like, I love the almost nut shots. I love the nut shots. I love the, I fell on my butt. Like, I probably broke my tailbone. I love all that stuff. Also, my humor is very lowbrow. So, I, like, it's easy <laughs> as fuck to write shit. I, <laughs> there's a lot of dick jokes. Uh, so, how were you when you started compared to now? When I started, I was about 17. A so heroin problem. <laughs> yeah. With a fake heroin problem. Uh, but doing stand-up, um, like a lot of my jokes were about like serial and seventeen-year-old shit. 
Okay. A lot of and cereal when I was 17, too. Yeah. It's a problem. It's a Just, real problem. I had a joke about why the kids would chase the rabbit to take the cereal. Y'all know trick Tricks. cereal? Yeah. Rabbits are lactose intolerant. Are they really? That's some real shit. The kids Whoa. was trying to save that rabbit's life. <laughs> Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids because most kids aren't lactose intolerant, but now a lot of kids are. So just almond milk. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good lesson, Can I think. Can rabbits have almond milk? Possibly. Maybe uh, yeah, they I, could share now. They could eat nuts. Gotta change the marketing on that cereal. I don't know. I <laughs> you could have bet. some rabbit. You gotta have almond milk with it. We're not gonna have any soy, rabbits dying on rice. our watch. Yeah, so I haven't had soy milk. It's not, I don't like it. I don't I'm like not it. a fan. You said you'd never had it, and then you said you don't. Well, like I don't like it. the idea. <laughs> I don't like the idea of it. I stand by that. The I don't theory like, of it. Like yeah, I don't like the idea of all, of the soy. Because how do you milk a soy? That's thank you. <laughs> Beans don't have titties. <laughs> <laughs> so you started. <laughs> you started off doing stand up about cereal. I started out doing magic. This is weird. Wait, um, what are you talking about? He never that. mentioned no. that before. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I got my start in comedy doing magic as a magician, and I was opening for a hypnotist from Vegas named Justin Trance. Okay, this is way more interesting. Yeah, Wait, my life is crazy. Name? No, he got it legally. Changed. Okay, because <laughs> yeah. that would just like his future is planned out for him. <laughs> <laughs> you will be a hypnotist, Justin Trance. <laughs> um, so he's a hypnotist, and he's like, "Hey, look, listen, kid, I want to. I think you should open like, for me. Yeah. I'll really help you out." Yeah. So we were doing like two shows a night, seven nights a week. Did he hypnotize the crowd to laugh at you? No, actually, one night because I also ran the lights and sounds. Mm -hmm. After I would open the show, I'd run up to the booth. <laughs> I, I hustled like a Jamaican. Um, so many jobs. Y'all not have Jamaicans in Canada? Nobody laughs. Some of them. They're like, I don't get the reference. Um, one day, he was telling everybody in the audience that their eyes were going to close and they wouldn't be able to open them. And the shit worked on me from the sound booth. And he was waiting on a cue and he was like, Matt! Matt! And I was like, I can't open my eyes! Really? Yeah, that was an ego boost for him because he was like, I am so great that Matt's eyes will not open. And I was like, yeah, that's funny, motherfucker. Come up here and fix my eyeballs, please. I want to go home. I can't believe that stuff works. Yeah, it's real. I didn't know. I wasn't even high. Wow. But that's the fucked up thing. Yeah. Wow. And then where, so how do you go from magic to where you are now? Did you ever do uh, Magic Castle, by the way? No, I have. I've only been in L.A. for two years. Okay. Yeah. Plus, people see a black magician and they're like, well, get the fuck out of here. Um, true. Yeah, you don't see a lot of that. No, normally. Why? It's not real. Because if a brother makes your shit disappear, nine times out of ten, uh, you got robbed. There wasn't no magic. You got jacked. Yeah. Gotcha. Got to break through that. It's a stereotype that I am constantly fighting as a black. Does anyone have a quarter? For what? <laughs> For the trick, please. Sad. Uh, so you were, you were doing magic in Vegas and then... And no, then... in New York. Oh, in New York. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. And then... Uh... We were in a theater at a comedy club and then one night a comedian was late and the booker ran in. He was like, yo, Matt, can you do 15 minutes of just jokes? None of that goofy magic shit? And I was like, uh, yeah, I lied. I didn't have 15 minutes of jokes, but I pulled 15 minutes of jokes out of my ass. Am I okay saying all these curses? Yeah, I've been saying yeah. fuck and dick yeah. and... Fuck yeah! But if you're a magician, Shit. if you're a magician, you're gonna do jokes now. Do you just start doing all the setups to your magic show, but then add a joke? <laughs> like, how, how would you do that? I don't. I, I don't know. 
I don't remember. It was like 10 years ago. 11. Too far back. I can't do math. <laughs> Many moves. Because he smokes weed. There you go. <laughs> don't smoke weed. Kids. So in your head, did she you did you just go from that to being uh, to being here? Wait, what do you mean? You lost those 10 years of memories. No, I still have them. Well, prove it. <laughs> you gonna be doing magic? I'm not gonna do yeah. a magic trick. <laughs> magic doesn't work on podcasts. No, it definitely doesn't. It does. They can't. See. We made ourselves disappear. Every card is your card when you can't see the cards. That's true. <laughs> Mind it's a great bro. bumper sticker. <laughs> Have you ever thought about merch? Uh, yeah, I wanted a T-shirt that said "Wex Pushy." <laughs> Just that. No, I have a I joke. Can visualize it. Yeah, I I do a bit about uh, sexting, and this girl sent me a typo. Wasn't sexy. She said Wix. Wex pushy. Okay. Yeah, W E X P U S H Y. What was she? Oh, what was she uh, trying to say? What was she trying I have to no, say? No, to this day I still oh, don't know. I think I know. I think I know. Wait, oh, you That's, really didn't know? I, well, I wasn't sure. <laughs> some furry. I've seen it a couple times. There's some furry shit. Yeah. She was yeah. a furry. Some wow. wax pushy over there. <laughs> that was hell. I think. Did you get Would you some guys of it? buy a wax pushy T-shirt? You're in luck. Not I got some in the back. <laughs> Bring them out, Steve. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, so now you're here. You're doing you're doing stand up. Um, mm-hmm. How did you get How did you get to do? Because when I met you, um, you were the host of a show called Trivial Takedown, and I was a I was a contestant on the game show. And now you're hosting HQ Trivia. Are you kind of like? The trivia brand comedian now? I have no idea how any of this is happening. <laughs> I'm just happy. Uh, I get yeah. So I got trivial takedown from doing the game show with Snoop, and yeah. then everybody's like, "Oh, he's the game show guy," and I'm like, "I guess I'm the game show guy. I'll do it." Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of just let life like take you where you're supposed to go. There's no plan. I'm just enjoying the ride. I like it. So how do you get, like, okay, so Trivia HQ is live mm-hmm. when, when the app happens. By the way, I have so many questions about Trivia By HQ. By the way, for those of you who don't know what Trivia HQ is, it's an app on your phone, and you, it, it basically tells you, hey, tune in right now, and they live ask you questions, trivia questions. And you can win real money. This is not sponsored by Trivia HQ. But you can win real HQ money. HQ Trivia. HQ Trivia. Yeah, sorry. Excuse sorry. me. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. sorry. It's very serious branding. Um, yeah, you could win. You can win real money, and in the beginning, it would be like one person winning five grand or twenty-five grand because it would roll over if people didn't win. And so it's kind of like the lotto where the jackpot like keeps rolling over. And so it became this like big thing. Like everyone was talking about. It. I remember when like it first came out, and everyone was just going nuts about it because you it was a, a live show. Like no one could understand how it works. I don't think we still can understand how it works. But uh, a live app, and uh, you play anywhere around the world if you have the app, and then you can win actual real money. Yeah, like every every day, there are three three games a day, and it's anywhere between 200,000 200, to two million people playing. Where do you guys get the money, man? Bitcoins. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Bitcoins, you say. Oh, Bitcoins. How yeah. Oh, you can't say? <laughs> no. Because you guys don't do any advertising during the game. It's the magic of the internet. So that's the interesting thing about it. It's wild. And it's live. It's, every it's actually day. live. I'm leaving Canada early to go back to host. To go host in New York. Uh-huh. Um, and okay, so sometimes it's supposed to start at the same time every day. Sometimes it's like 20 minutes late. <laughs> what happens in those times? What happens? Shitty, Why is it late? Shitty Wi Fi. Oh, really? Sometimes. The server, server issues, stuff like that. 
technical shit? Sh- yeah. Is it ever like, oh, the host is late? No. You ever late? We're always pretty pumped. You, you ever can't tie a tie or something? Is it something like that? I, I learned how to tie a tie when I was a baby. Okay. All right. That's like a muscle that you have to, if you don't work the muscle of Every tying day. ties, you lose it. That's true. That's very true. What about, I'm what bringing about us back to the, the initial what about in the topic. Pre, what about in the preamble for HQ? Does the host have to talk for a certain amount of time? Or can they just oh. get to the freaking question? Yeah, I have that same question. Because that's my thing. I'm like, just ask the freaking question. <laughs> ask the first question. I've been waiting for like seven minutes for this shit. It's generally because we're waiting for more people to, to join in to Oh, the you game. can join in after it started? Yeah. Oh. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about... Not after before the game the, starts. Yeah, after oh. the game starts. I'm talking about the first question. So yeah, that's yeah. what you're doing. You're just delaying for the yeah. room for to people, fill up. people. Waiting to see how many people come in. If people are still waiting to come into the game, we're going to talk and fill the, the space. I got you. Do you guys have pre-written jokes for that? Or you just kind of just like... It's hard writing pre-writing jokes for live stuff. You yeah. just got to be ready to roll with the right. with the flow. Okay. That's your thing, right? But, mm-hmm. but some people write them. I, I, at least it sounds like it. I don't know what other people's <laughs> process is. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, we're going to talk more about your creative flow after this ad break from our special sponsors. Hey, hope you're enjoying this break, and also hopefully you're subscribed on CastBox, because even though you can listen to our podcast on any app, we hope that you're listening to it on CastBox, because that's the best one. And why don't you give us a break and only use the CastBox app when you're listening to our show? I mean, you could listen to it on iOS or Android, and that's totally chill, but you'd be really giving us a break, because we're on break. None of what you're saying makes sense, because they can listen to CastBox on iOS and Android. It's not mutually Listen, exclusive. I don't know how it works. I don't have all the information. <laughs> I just happen to know that I think it's really great. Okay, well, great. Good for you. Also, if you can rate and review us, it really helps people find our podcast, and we'd really appreciate it. I give Nikki an 8 out of 10. Please excuse Steve, and please like us. Always room for improvement. We're trying our asses off. Okay, so you like trivia? Well, guess what? Trivia Sucks is a new app, which is not for trivia. This is an anti-trivia app where you play the game and they just get right to the freaking questions. Okay, there's no preamble. There's not a lot of hosts jerking themselves off telling us about, oh, I'm rhyming this word with this word or I'm doing wordplay here or like I'm talking for too long without breathing or blinking. Okay, this one just gets right to the freaking trivia. It's called Trivia Sucks. And it's a great new program where if you you get it now while, while I'm talking, if you get the app right now, uh, 25% off. If you use the the code Trivia Sucks, uh, you can get that 25% off. So make sure to check that out. A- again, this is a weird timing. I don't know that we got this ad like for of all people having like Matt with us, but this is the way it is. So this is what the copy says. So I'm just reading the copy. So be sure to check it out. Trivia Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well welcome back. Welcome back. Wow. Um, I'm so sorry that we had your competitor for our sponsor. Wait, that was a real thing? Yeah, man. Why the fuck wouldn't y'all tell me? I'm sorry. We don't, another know. we don't know. When they, when Dick moved. It was weird. It was a weird timing thing. But it's actually a really fun game. It's Trivia a great game. Sucks. No, it's no, great. It sounds the, awful. I'll tell you, the hosts, they get right to it. It's so good. It's so fun. <laughs> get right to the point. They sound boring. Well, they're really cool, and they're really well-dressed, too. We're a lot of... Nice suit. But you know what those hosts don't have, Steve, is a creative process. So let's talk about Boom. that. <laughs> creative process. I know I talk yeah. a lot about smoking weed, but honestly, if you, uh, from a writing perspective, if you can force yourself to write every day, 
then you get better at writing. Like there's free writing exercises where you set a timer on your phone, don't lift your pen up for 15 minutes, and then make sense of the goofy shit you wrote for 15 minutes nonstop. <laughs> it's a lot, like, there's a lot of randomness. Mm -hmm. Oh, and what would you say, like, your, uh, like, what's your daily life like? Because like, there has to be a balance. Sometimes it's hard to balance, I find, like, the uh, seriousness of, like, oh, this is my job, and then also, like, well, it's to be, like, light, so you need to balance and make it more wake funny up, and light. I take my dog for a quick walk around the block so he can get out that morning pee. Mm -hmm. Make breakfast for my girlfriend. That's nice. Take Wish Others would take note. He makes breakfast <laughs> with his girlfriend, not for his no, girlfriend. No, for her. Oh, I she's, she's lazy. Yeah. Thank you. She is lazy. But it's also as my way of apologizing for coming home drunk as shit the night before. Okay, well, I don't come drunk. I, I, I stay home drunk as shit the night before. I'll take the breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> take the so then I walk the dog again after the, the girlfriend and the dog eat, not at the same time or from the same bowl. <laughs> I just had to specify that so people. I see. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's cool. I feed the dog. I feed the girlfriend separate. <laughs> um, <laughs> then he has to go out to poop. We go to the dog park. I take my laptop because it's Wi-Fi, and I just let him run around and. And you and you. Okay, this sounds like your dog's routine. What do you What do you do? He's kind of my life right now. Oh, okay. I have a ten-month-old Siberian husky. His name is Thor. Aww. He's dope. Yeah, it's all white husky. So you got your laptop open, and then and then, and then you uh... and then you do writing exercises, or do you prep for like the? the I look at like show. my notes and you know ideas that have hit me over the week or whatever, and I try to flesh them out and and make make them funnier, make them better. Yeah. Cool. So is it just stand up mostly that you're writing, or are you writing shows? Stand up. Uh, I got a couple scripts in the works. Sweet. Uh, some projects. Like movies, TV, TV. Okay. TV, short form stuff. Yeah. Okay, and then do you have uh, any sort of ritual that you do? Like you have to do this one thing or these I three things? I take this plant and I break it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of plant is it? It's uh, a cannabis plant. Oh. Hmm. And then I, I line it up on a paper. Like a rice paper or well, any kind of paper? It, rice paper is not bad. Okay, I, see. Uh, I use one that's hemp-based. Okay. And then I roll it mm -hmm. ritualistically. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I seal it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then. How do you seal it? Uh, usually, I, I like to ground myself to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Sure, they don't tell you about rolling joints. <laughs> if I'm sharing it, I'll use like some water and I'll wet it because I don't want to spit on it if I'm sharing it. That makes yeah. sense. For me, it was because I don't do drugs, I don't have a problem. <laughs> uh, for me, it was. <laughs> I'm kidding. I drink a lot. Um, but I, <laughs> a I've lot. seen That's your it. Instagram, Nikki. I drink a lot. But um, no, but I used to do Red Bull and hookah before stand-up shows because I have a lot of anxiety, so the hookah would calm me down. But then I'd be really sleepy, so I would drink the Red Bull. So I was like oh. excited on the outside, but really calm and chill on the inside. Mm. I remember when I was and, in high school before shows, kids would do Robitussin and shit. <laughs> like they would take Robitussin. Were they sick? No, they would they would take it to get them fucked up and stuff. They would do it uh, like before plays in high school. They didn't knock out. No, it would like give them I don't know buzz of some sort. Huh. I don't know when you're a kid and you haven't done any sort of alcohol or anything. When you haven't done alcohol yet, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. read <laughs> on a website that if you smoked raw peanut skins, you would hallucinate. I bought a pound of raw peanuts. Yeah. 
<laughs> I do a lot go? of weird shit because I okay. I grew up with both parents and they were loving. So sad. And I d- had nothing to no tragedy in my life to write from. So I was yeah. trying to fuck it and fuck myself up. Find your darkness. Yes, with raw peanut skins. <laughs> I never forget. I was in the back of the school and I was rolling up some raw peanut skins. <laughs> And rolling it? Yes, because that's how you, you're supposed to smoke it. My drama teacher said, Matt, what the hell are you doing? I said, I'm about to smoke. Like, I'm trying to get high, Some man. Some peanut skins. <laughs> did he just laugh at you and let you do it? Yeah, he did. And I, well, I was coughing. It was very <laughs> abrasive. It's funny, because I, when I was a kid, that's, that is what you want to do. You want to jerk off and try to get fucked up. Like, yeah. that's what I did. I, I remember I in high school. I think that's still what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty it true. changes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, our, our school, it was Coruscant and Coffin Cold. It, they were uh, these, like, red, they call them the Red Devils. Because, you know, you got to add a cool nickname to whatever to make it Where sound hardcore. Where did go to school? Santa Barbara. Ranch on the streets. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, it got so, it became such an epidemic that uh, because you would start hallucinating, it would cause closed-eye hallucinations. Um, so you would think that you were doing stuff and then your eyes open and then you think you're doing stuff and then your eyes open again. And it's like, I it was crazy. should have tried that. Um, peanuts, <laughs> you should have. But then it got so bad, like it was such an epidemic that they like banned them. They banned Coruscant and Coffin Cold in all of the drugstores and they made it so you had to get like, uh, you had to get it over the counter and you had to like give your ID and you were only, like they would take your information down so that you couldn't hit up multiple stores. That's why stores. you can't buy Drixoral anymore, dude. Damn. Yeah. What? That was the best one when I had a cold. It was Drix Oral. That was the shit. But then a bunch of kids tried to use it to get high, and they fucked up for the rest of us. <laughs> See? That's like Benadryl, man. Kids in my high school would do Benadryl, too. Because it gave them that... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? I, it doesn't make sense. It's like... Uh, they really wanted to be anti It's like an allergy thing, but it makes you lethargic. And so people were like, thought it kind of got them fucked up. <laughs> That's so stupid. I, I'm trying to remember the author who had a, a quote that he would write... Drunk and edit sober. I smoke weed and write whatever is in my head. And then when I am sober, I go through it and I say, okay, well, how can I take this random occurrence and make it, uh, you know, palatable to an audience of strangers? That makes sense because it's kind of like the raw, like your raw creativity without the structure that makes something actually good and like digestible. Uh, Like they say, drunk minds speak, or drunk, yeah, drunk minds speak sober hearts. Right. Yeah, where you say what's on your mind when you're drunk, but then when, if you were sober, you would never say that, but that's how you truly that's feel. That's why inside. cheating while drunk, dude, I'm like, nah, dude, I know exactly what I'm doing when I'm drunk. Even at my drunkest of drunken moments, like, I know what I'm doing still. Like, the whole, like, oh, well, I was really drunk thing, like, mm. I, the, not in my head. Like, I know exactly what I'm doing when I was When you're when cheating I'm, on me drunk? When I'm cheating on you drunk, yeah. <laughs> what am I sitting in the middle of right no, now? Listen, listen, what are you trying to say? It was one time. <laughs> Get the hell over it. She was friends with my sister. I'm owning it, though. Saying I knew, I'm owning it. I don't have a sister. No, he doesn't know. This story is fake. Uh, but when you love each other a lot. If, you're, if people are here right now and they're like, how do I get into stand-up? How do I even start writing stand-up? What would you say to them? How, how, do, they make, how do they write like a five-minute set? I would say pick an early memory or just a fond memory. Start there, get on stage, and talk it out. Record it, though, so you can listen back to it. And then, uh, then do that again and again and every fucking day. And then suck a little bit, get better, and rinse and repeat. How did you get back on stage after you bombed so hard? The next day. Nice. Yeah. And I tried to talk about it, but I wasn't ready to talk about it. 
So I cried a little bit on stage. <laughs> that shit was terrible, man. So you man. bombed again. Yeah, I was like, I got cheated on by a girl that work at Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, way to diss our audience that works at Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, a lot yeah. of good Beyonders out there. They're good people. Yeah, sorry, well, I was Beyonders. trying to come up with a joke about it, but I stopped there. I was, there was a whole thing about duvet covers. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like a great premise. That's where that maybe that I need to get high to remember what the fuck <laughs> the joke was about. Maybe that was the department she worked in or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Well, I'll, yeah. yeah. Maybe that was the department he the worked in. The home goods. Maybe, so you, maybe he worked in the candle department. She exactly. worked in the duvet department. That's how they met. You know, we'll build the backstory for you. You don't have Please, to. Please, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything that if you don't do it, then you feel like not on your game? Like if, if I don't get on stage, like if you don't, if you don't do a, like a certain th- ritual. thing, like a ritual that you do, that you just like over time notice it getting, like you don't have as good of a performance, or the quality goes down. Like exercises that you maybe used to do. Do you like <laughs> candles before you write or some shit? If you nah. don't smoke weed before no. you, no. Well, I, I try not to smoke weed before I get on stage. Okay. Um, because I like to be uninhibited. That's okay. just me. Yeah. If you feel like smoking weed and getting on stage, by all means, share it. And um, I'll watch your show. Like, for me, I would say that, that, okay, so I do these vocal exercises that I started doing, like, yes, do. a long time ago in, in, when I was doing acting classes mm-hmm. all the time. And, and, audi- and when I go on auditions, I do these vocal exercises in the car, but they're really embarrassing. Like, like rubber baby buggy bumpers? Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, super, like, if someone heard me doing them, it sounds super pretentious. Like, it's, it. like, embarrassing, Right, but when I do them, I always have a way better performance. I always speak clearer. I enunciate better. I feel like my like soul is able to come out through my voice. I can express myself better. I'm not all like you know stuffed up, and uh, but it's embarrassing, right? So if, so sometimes I don't do them because I don't because I'm in the car. Just say it because you're in the car, <laughs> or or yeah. Or I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to today. I don't need it. I I know what I I know what I want to say and do. It's fine. I don't need it. And I find that like, yeah, I always consistently have a less good performance if I don't do those vocal exercises. Well, I think whatever you got to do, yeah, for your art to feel like it's genuine to you, right? You got to do it. Yeah. As long as it's not hurting anybody. Sure. Please yeah. don't hurt anybody. Word. <laughs> So I like to think that someone's listening to this and like, hey, you know what would make my art great? <laughs> my paintings suck unless I cut people. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do that. Is, is there a, a comic that got you into all this stuff? Like where you're, I mean, other than watching Def Jam when Greer Barnes. Porn? Who's that? Greer Barnes. He's one of the greatest comedians, in my opinion, ever. I don't know Greer Barnes. You need to. Okay. Everybody look up Greer Barnes. He's dope as fuck. G R E E R. What kind of stuff did he do? Uh, just a lot of impressions, a lot of uh, just observational humor, and uh, that's where I'm at. People are like, "Oh, what's your perspective?" I don't know. I'm still figuring out. I'm 29. I don't know my perspective on a lot of shit, but I can see something and say, "Oh, that's hilarious," and that's that's. I guess that's a perspective. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of actually what I wanted to segue into is uh, if you're. For me, um, a lot of time I'm influenced by like what I've been watching or listening to, and it affects how I perform. Like I don't realize that it's affecting me subconsciously, but it is. 
Um, so I try really hard to only listen to certain things before I, if I'm gonna do stand-up, I listen to a shit ton of stand-up from comedians I like. If I'm gonna uh, write a scripted, scripted content, I'll listen to, or I'll watch a ton of shows that are like the same tone as the show that I'm writing if I'm auditioning, but you know, et cetera. I try not to do that because if I watch too much stand-up, then I, I get influenced. You start aping the person that you're- Yeah, in. I don't want to do that. I see. Yeah. I have same boat. I can't watch. I can't watch other comedians usually because I can watch them just as long as it's, there's some space between me performing and what I'm seeing. Because if I like it and I'm laughing, I don't want to. You start do any mannerisms, their or any, vibes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if you get stuck, that's kind of what happens. Like you kind of don't even know you're doing it, but if you get stuck up on stage, you start to bleed into other people's shit. Yeah, I don't get stuck on stage. There you go. <laughs> That happens to me in conversation. I'll start acting like whoever I'm talking to, and I don't realize that that's it. Like slowly starts happening throughout the conversation. But that's why before stand up for me, I listen to a variety of stand up comics, so I don't just specifically start mimicking somebody that I'm listening to right before the show. Uh, but just like to get more in the lightness, because I'm I don't know I'm kind of a a kind of a like introverted person in my normal life, so I kind of am in my own head all the time. And it like breaks me out of it to like listen to people that are, you know, expressing themselves and being funny and being more light and not taking shit so seriously. And that's what comedy's for. It's so, like not to take shit Life so seriously. Life is too serious. Yes. You look very serious. You have like math teacher face. He's like studying it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My math teacher was actually really, really funny. Really? I, I, weirdly <laughs> enough, yeah. She was really funny. Do you recall one of her jokes? Uh, no, so I guess how funny could she have been? That's true. She's funny, she just wasn't memorable. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she never Maybe she did. did other people's shit. Should have come mm. up with a, she, a. You had a hack math teacher? Yeah, maybe she was a hack. I, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I hated my a... math teacher. Her oh. name was Ms. Zelnick. I keep saying it because I hope somebody knows this bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's a terrible person. Yeah. My English teacher was like that. Her name was Miss Good. I hope you're out there listening to this or dead. And I mean that. Wow. She's so mean, super racist. Did not like her. And she was racist to my face. Um, but what anyway, her name was Miss Good. And she was bad. Miss Bad. Ha. Nice. More Take like Miss Bad. Sick burn. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. More like Miss Not Even a Little Good. Not even no. a little bit good. Um, yeah, she was probably a person that was dealing with her own issues, and I'm very sorry. Oh, please. I don't, I don't mean that. I wish you were dead. I hope you're alive and have changed as a person and grown into a much nicer human being. If Miss Texera is listening, oh my God, were you hot? It was insane. <laughs> it was insane. What's it was name? nuts. Miss Texera, dude. It I'll was find her. It was like bizarre how hot she was. What? How old were you? Oh, I was like 13. Oh, okay. And she was just a dime. <laughs> A friggin' smoke show, unbelievable. What she, subject did she teach? Oh, it was that was a math teacher. Yeah, oh. and, uh, again, yeah. I had a great had a bunch thing. of math teachers. Yeah. Today. Math is a sexy subject. Oh, I, I used to fail math, but I had to charm my way through it. So I had to get my to get my final grade to pass high school. My math teacher at the time, another math teacher, she literally gave me my grade so that I could pass the high school, because she was like. Listen, promise me that you're not going to do math in life. And I was like, I promise. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, well, then we're going to make this work for you. I'm, congratulations. Your graduation gift is that you're graduating. I was like, thank you so much. You have no idea. That's so nice. I hope you baked her cookies or something after. No, I didn't. I should have. I should have done something. I like, given her flowers or something. I should have. I didn't. Damn. I was just like, this is so tight. 
or whatever, you know, <laughs> like an idiot. You break dance down oh, in yeah. the classroom. You know, that shit. I was so stoked. I can't believe that that's so you could pass. Uh-huh. I did that so I could get straight A's. Because uh, there was one You're class so that Mickey. I had to be in. <laughs> so I asked that teacher, what's your favorite cookie? And then I handmade it from scratch. And then he gave me an A. Oh, my God. <laughs> major ass kissing. Two different types of people. Yeah. So relatable. Yeah, well, yours is you're a shitty person and didn't even think well, the, the person. Well, a shitty person, that... I couldn't do no math. That's not a shitty person. <laughs> I couldn't do no math. That's everybody here. Creative you people can't do math. You just made a vow to not do math. Creative people can't do no math. Yeah, you know who has to do all the math in our relationship now? Yeah, I'll you do. Thank one God. Yes. Thank yes. God. Yes, I do. Yes, yeah. I do. My biggest question, because uh, I remember Ms. Zelnick, when she found out that I wanted to be an entertainer, she was like, well, what if you get the role of a mathematician? <laughs> And I said, I'll read the fucking script. Uh, that's where all the you lines idiot. are. idiot. Yeah. Like we that's how that you. shit works. Exactly. That's like all the method actors out there. It's like, it's like uh, what's his name? Everybody, basically. It's like, I, I'm going to go be Abraham Lincoln by spending 1800 like money from the 1800s in Virginia. Did you hear about that? Daniel Day-Lewis was doing that shit when he was researching for Lincoln. Yeah. I'm like, dude, just be, read the lines, man. Yeah. Just wear the hat and read the lines. You'll be fine. A lot of actors. <laughs> I want to be his acting coach. Wear the hat. Wear the hat. Read, read the, the lines. lines. It'd be fine. Dude, you should start a class. Yeah, I should. I Fuck should. Yeah. I'm anti-method acting all the way, dude. Really? Oh yeah. There's a lot of great actors that do it, and that's yeah. their creative. Well, process. also remember Shia LaBeouf fucked that chick in that movie, because he's like, well, we want it to really look real. And I think they really fuck, fucked in Monsters Ball too. No, it just looked like they were fucking. Well, I heard Ball. a rumor. No, I've seen that scene more times than I care to admit. You With Holly Berry? It? Oh, you yeah. I've in? seen that scene quite a few times. Uh, a lot of times. MrSkins.com. God bless. Um, <laughs> and I will tell you right now, they did not have sex. Not actual sex. How, how do you know that? I can tell when I see a woman's eyes. You've watched enough sex? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You've watched enough sex that you can tell? Absolutely. Confidently. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's an interesting skill to have. Hey, yeah. I know when people are having sex or not. You can't fool me. <laughs> You're not fooling Even me. Even as a magician, you couldn't fool That's me. That's true. Sometimes I try to trick you. I'm like, I no, know. we're having sex. We're having sex. Yeah. Doesn't work. Doesn't work on me. He's good. Ouch. He's really good. I'm too aware. I'm too good. <laughs> yeah, it's mm. true. Well, Steve, what's your, what's your creative process like? Do you have anything you want yeah, to share? I, honestly, that would have helped you at honestly, a younger age? Well, it depends on what we're talking about. Stand-up-wise, I recommend, if you're going to do like a five-minute set... Just take one story, fill a whole page with your story, and then break into your story like looking for truth. If that, then what? If that, then what? If that's true, then what? If that happened, then what? And if you can exaggerate those little moments, then you can probably find something fun in there, right? Like, and then for writing like movies and mm-hmm. stuff, or like yeah, for TV? writing movies, for performing. So yeah, so I've I've sold a couple of movies, um, one to Netflix, one to uh, YouTube Red, and for when you're writing movies, um, the key is I think one of the things that's missing the most right now is people think that having a character in the middle of a frame means that you're gonna like the character, instead of actually giving you a reason to like the character, like when you're watching it. That's why half of the stuff I, I see on Netflix and stuff, I, I I'm out of there in eight minutes, fifteen minutes, because I I just don't care about this person. I don't. I know that you're playing music and you're making me think, feel like I should care, but they haven't done anything to make me care about them. I don't understand why I should care. So I think having characters, you know, actually doing something to make the audience attached to them is so freaking important. And 
That's why we like Walter White when we're watching that show. Yep. Because we're like, oh man, he's 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 getting shit on by everything. Like mm. even at the car wash, he's cleaning the tires and people are throwing keys at his head and stuff. You know, you just care about that person. So I think that's missing in a lot of stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. But my creative process wise is I drink alcohol over ice. Right. You do do that. Wow, you guys, you too. <laughs> Similar process. We got problems. You need a substance. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm kind of opposite. Like I'll do stuff so I'll like prepare stuff sober, but then when I'm editing, like when I'm uh, trying to edit sketches or anything funny, is when I drink because my brain is just everywhere, and drinking it, like helps me just focus on one thing. <laughs> if you get one thing out of this today, it's, it's fine. What have you learned, abuse. son? Find your drug, son. <laughs> find your drug, young man. Don't listen to what your dad tells you. Okay. <laughs> He you doesn't wanna, want you to win. You want to make it in this business? Or a doctor or some shit, right? You got to get fucked up a little bit sometimes. <laughs> That's right. On right. A He's Wednesday. like, you know what? Don't work at a surf shop. Own the surf shop, right? Because you're cool, dad? Yeah, you're cool, dad. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, find your drug, young man. And then it will take you to places you could not believe. <laughs> My God. You're welcome. Sponsored by heroin. Don't, no, no, no. Sponsored no. by Trivia Sucks. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we already. Oh, it's so great. The hosts are so likable. <laughs> HQ trivia is five nights a week, everybody. <laughs> and it's what a corporate man! Yeah, man, owned he by the corporate. The dollar. No, that's true. no I follow my heart like Pocahontas. Take a note. When the fucking tree was talking to her, mm-hmm. Pocahontas oh, talked to trees. Yeah, I smoke them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they probably did a lot of peyote there too. Hell yeah, oh, ayahuasca's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's really? the cool dad. Oh, his dad was like, fucking what? He goes, oh, I'm like now. You like the ayahuascas? Yeah, all right. Oh. I take it all back. Did you vomit when you did it? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. he goes, oh, yeah. When did you do it? In September. Recently. September. He's like, yeah, he's old enough to learn life things. He's like, he was with me. How old are you, bro? 17. Oh, that's legal to do ayahuasca in Canada. <laughs> did you watch your dad do an ayahuasca? Because that would be great. Uh, no, he was outside the country. Oh, I thought he did it in the living room. That would be <laughs> fucked up. I'd be traumatized. No, you <laughs> have to have a shaman and stuff, right? <laughs> you have to have a shaman. Then they do a whole chant. Have you ever seen? No. Oh, my gosh. You should see. Dude, hit me up. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Legit. I want yeah, somebody so sh- to do it with who knows what they're doing. negative spirits out. Yeah, and they do a chant, and it's very, it's like sacred. You go to a sacred place, and, and you spend the night there, and you just In like woods? vomit your soul out. What? And That's not good branding. I don't want to do <laughs> yeah. that. I'm really good at selling That's this. a bad pitch. <laughs> that sounds like the first time I had Fireball. Uh, yeah, exactly. What's that one? What's the one that the new hallucinogen all the cool kids are doing? DMT. Yeah, DMT, DMT right? Yeah. That, this flies. That's I know, the, this flies. That's okay. ayahuasca? It's the same shit? But it's a more concentrated form, right? Can yeah. I ask you a very we won't personal vomit. question? Yeah, this 15, uh, 15 minutes. Ayahuasca is four hours. Yeah. Can I ask you a personal question? Did you see the beings? Yes, I saw stuff. You saw stuff? <laughs> but did you see the beings? You know what I'm talking about? The what beings? beans? Are you saying beans or beings? You've never done... <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Did you did see, see the, the beings, the people? Some of them. Did you actually? Yeah. You put the intent and you see what you want to see. You see what you want to see? You don't think it's like a common thing that people no. see the beings? Everyone has a different experience. There's, there's some common stuff among people, but not everybody sees the same stuff. Like, do they tell you, like, don't do nuclear war and shit? Or, like, we're going to kill your race and stuff? <laughs> no. Okay. I've, I've heard that. I've heard, like, these beings, like, magical beings, like, they try to tell you, like, be- 
Beings. I think you say beings. Oh, I you're saying hearing. beings? I'm, I'm saying I beings. beings. I was like the magical <laughs> beings. Yeah, I thought beings too. Yeah, then you sell. You got beings. them in exchange for a cow. There's and two you climbed the stalk. <laughs> when you came out of it, were you a changed man? Were you different? I thought yeah, he was look saying at me. beans. I, so I've uh, I know. grown hair. You said brown hair. You used to wear business suits and stuff. Now you wear shorts and you kick it. I hear you. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude, my friend right. said she saw fear itself, yeah. and it looked like a spider. <laughs> Shaped like a bean. A bean, yeah, it looked like a bean. Fear beans. Fear itself, man. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Because like I'm bored, man. There's nothing left for me here. I need to go there to where. Wow, ayahuasca land. This... No, you're great, but I want to go there with you. Thanks. Yeah. I went with my girlfriend. You did? And she? And is she were you did both in the back? same place? Yeah. She came back too. Good. When you left your body, did you leave your body? Yeah. Okay, did, were they you both in the same place, you and your girlfriend? Afterwards in the bed, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a good answer. Wait, your son is disgusted, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. He said <laughs> afterwards in the bed, for those of you at home. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I am fear itself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that's my impression. I'm sorry, sir. Sounds like a vampire. <laughs> Not. It's not good. I know. It's just decent. I'm sorry. You, he always gets the tone right, but not like the actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't hit the actual. Yeah. Voice. Yeah. I'll work on it. We got to try that. I want to try that. DMT. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, I'm too scared. I don't want to see fear itself. <laughs> it but lives in my body see, all the time. See, here's the branding that I heard when I heard of DMT, right? They say it shoots you out of a, of a spiritual cannon. And I'm like, that's fucking tight. Yeah. Like, that's good branding. Not like you're going to fucking vomit in the woods or whatever you said. Yeah, I don't know. That's what he said. I don't want to do that. Oh, okay. That's what he said. Yeah, too much vomiting with ayahuasca. DMT, no vomiting. But you're gone for 15 minutes. But it feels like a lifetime. It's just, but it's only 15 minutes. Uh, And then I also heard from people that got scared when they do it, you get back put back in your body if you get scared. I see I would it would be a waste for me. I just immediately get scared. Things put you back. That's what I heard. (laughs) Thanks for enunciating. That's what I heard. Yeah, I look at all that shit the same. Like, I don't go to haunted houses. No. Because <laughs> as a black man, the idea of paying to be afraid <laughs> seems stupid. <laughs> I'm afraid a lot all the time already. Of, I don't go to haunted houses because I genuinely get freaked the hell out. Like, by, by I'm going to punch movies. somebody. Same. No, and, I, and, and because I'm a tall guy, like, I'm a target usually. Like, they want to see a big guy, like, get afraid and shit. So they always are the, doing the woo in my face the most. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Drives me freaking crazy. What was that again, Keith? The woo, the, the woo thing. Like the, <laughs> like, I could go to that haunted house. That doesn't seem scary at all. There's so much people like, just half-assedly yeah. like, yeah. My haunted house is just like, yeah, it's eighth graders trying to scare you. And I'm like, no, I'm too tough for this shit, dude. I'm way too tough, but Let's go to a haunted house on ayahuasca. Oh, man, now you're talking. <laughs> He's like, don't fucking do... No, no, <laughs> Okay, that's a terrible idea. Anybody else had an ayahuasca experience in here? Yeah, Fuck right? Yeah. Did we sell it on you? Did we sell, or he sold it to you. He sold okay. it. If you, if you take one thing away from this podcast, we're doing final thoughts now. Yes. Uh, find ayahuasca and find yourself. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this man right here, he was a banker. He used to wear suits. He used to wear really nice shoes. He used to wear three-piece suits and like little little kerchiefs. And now he did ayahuasca. He kicks it in shorts. He wears sandals. 
You know, he's laid back. He has his posture even is very laid back. He's, he's got a the chillman. Answers. He's a chillman now. A chillman? Whereas before he was very uptight, right? Worried all the time about all your banking monies and stuff. Always. And now he's cool. He opened up a surf shop. In he's spending in time with his son. Yeah. Although I would say in Canada it's probably a bad move, but that's but <laughs> surf shop. <laughs> Congratulations. That's great. You're doing a business. Snowboarding. It's snowboarding. Snowboarding. There you go. That's better. Make the move. Um, but yeah, no, I think we, everyone should pick, find their drug and do their drug <laughs> so that they can become creative. And I stand by that. And it, if an advertiser wants to fuck with me and say, oh, guess what? We're not going to sponsor your show now because you guys talk about advocating for drugs. Well, guess what I have to say? You better pay me to say otherwise, bud. You better pay <laughs> me good. <laughs> yeah, finding the thing that releases your inhibitions, whatever that is. If it's yoga for you, then that's, then that's cool for you. I've met cool some people who treat yoga like a drug. It's like, dude, how great could I'm yoga be? I'm addicted, man. Holy I got to get that high yoga. They no. love that hot yoga. That's gross. I tried it one time. My balls stuck to the mat. <laughs> <laughs> you should typically wear garments. Yeah, you should uh, wear pants. Yeah, that's also why I got kicked out is because I showed up naked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It makes sense in theory. What, what would you, what would final, your final thoughts, thoughts? Matt? Uh, if you are creative, always create. Always be creating. Don't ever stop. ABC. The ABC, fam. Um, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Word. Poetic. Beautiful. Really nice. Also, fit it on a download Trivia Sucks and download... Don't uh, download Trivia Sucks. No, Trivia Sucks is great. Please. Do not download... It's not a thing. A I looked it up. It's a sponsor. It's not real. It's a sponsor, you completely man. made it up. <laughs> you come down to my sponsor like this. Unbelievable. Matt, where can they find you? You guys can find me if you want to be my friend. Uh... At Matt was funny. That was so sad. Please be his friend, guys. Oh my god. You don't god. have to, but like if you, you want to and you want to talk about like awesome shit and memes, Love funny memes. cats. Love memes. At Matt was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Find was him. funny. On that, all sounds platforms. Like a past On tense. everything. That's what people say when they leave my show. They go, oh, Matt was funny. Ah. Uh, well, I think Matt is funny. Huh? Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Thank, thank you. you. Someone had to say it. I love a cheap a cheap line for applause. Uh, I love those. I love those. It's like I'm on The View. And, and <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for coming out. We appreciate it. This We're the Shit They Don't Tell You podcast, and we, we stream you find every, us on Apple, every Thursday. Box. Yeah, every Thursday, episode, new episodes come out. We have different guests each time. Sometimes we get serious. Sometimes we keep it light. It really just depends on the guest. In this case, we, we kept it, it very stoned and drugged yeah, out. that's true. <laughs> Sweet. If you have a topic you would like to discuss, please email us at podcast at Nikki.limo. And we out. Bye. Peace. <laughs> Thank you. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.